This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us right now, courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline, is Nate Davis. Nate covers the league, the NFL that is, for USA Today. You can... Follow Nate on X on Twitter at by Nate Davis. We've had Nate on the show before. Going to do some Washington discussion and definitely some NFL conversation as well. Let's start, uh, Nate, uh, if you don't mind, with what's going on here. How good of a job is Washington compared to those that are still available? Yeah, Kevin, good to be with you. Um, I mean, I think it's I think it's fairly good. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of you know, there's there's a good amount of cap space um, available to to improve this roster. You've got that number two pick, which you know is going to give you great options and flexibility to either take take a quarterback this spring or or to trade trade it and, and build up your your uh, you know your your quiver of picks if you want to if you want Adam Peters wants to take that direction and uh, you know you've certainly got some good players in place. It's not you know the roster I think it was a, a year ago after after they got rid of Chase Young. Uh, in Montez Sweat, and you know that defense certainly did, didn't look the same after those guys uh, were gone. But you got some nice pieces on offense, so yeah, I, you know I think it's probably one, to me it was kind of one of the, the top two or three jobs 
um, that, that came open this year. Um, you know, there's a bit of an unknown with, with this new ownership group, but I think, you know, anybody kind of looking at it from the outside probably certainly thinks it's a, it's a much better situation to go into uh, than they would have thought a couple of years ago. So who will they hire? Uh, you know, I mean, it, it seems like all the all the tea leaves are, are pointing at, at Ben Johnson, and obviously, you know, that, that can't be uh, resolved for for a little bit now. But uh, you know, I think g- given the job he's done in Detroit, you know, g- given the fact that uh, w- there needs to be some stability uh, <clears throat> with that franchise, certainly at, at the quarterback position, whether it's Sam Howell or whether it's somebody else they bring in, um, my, my guess is that that's probably. Uh, they, that's the direction they will go uh, unless some other team swoops in and, and makes him an offer he can't refuse. But I, I would suspect he's the clubhouse leader. If I told you that one of the guys they can interview and are planning to interview this week, uh, uh, you know, in person because they're available for that, you know, Dan Quinn, Raheem Morris. Uh, if I told you that, you know, one of them just wowed them so much that they ended up hiring him, which of the two would it be? You know, it's hard to say just given that we've we've never seen this ownership group go go through the process. I mean, and, and we we've you know I've obviously uh, you do, do bringing in Peters first, and, and that being the direction that the search committee went uh, makes it a little different. Um, and you know, you're also you, know, you, you kind of have to catch yourself thinking that they should know uh, Raheem Morris. It's really there are people uh, in the building there that do, but not not the people that are that are making the decisions. Um, I, I think you can make a case uh, for, for either guy. Um, cer- certainly, you know, both have, have experience in the job. Uh, I, I, w- I would kind of lean uh, Raheem Morris there just, just based on him having a little bit of <clears throat> familiarity. And, and, and I think you're kind of seeing more, too, particularly with, with the way things have gone for Dan Campbell, um, that, that a guy that brings that, that accountability and that, that leadership bent um, and, and has some experience doing doing the job before, which Dan Campbell did on an interim basis. That, that that can really work well, and that you know you don't necessarily need your head coach to be an X's and O's tactician guy. And sometimes what you really need uh, is a leader of men. Uh, and I think uh, I think Raheem Morris is that. I think Dan Quinn is a combination of that, um, given the way he he really brought that Atlanta locker room together and his, his brotherhood buzzword and, and and you know that we've all seen what he can do on the defensive side of the ball but i think those would both be good candidates um just hard to know how how, how the search committee is going to lean on that front yeah i think i'm with you and i think a lot of uh, the people listening are with you that it just seems like it's going to be ben johnson you know whether they win or lose uh it'll happen sometime next week but the reason i bring up the other two is that Adam Peters, Nate, said over and over again, he's looking for a leader, you know, first and foremost. And what we've heard about Raheem Morris, and, you know, some of that is was from when he was here, um, but as he's continued, uh, continued in the league, and about Dan Quinn, is that they are incredible interviews and very natural leaders. And I was just curious of the two, you know, which is the guy more likely to get a head job because they'll just interview so well? Well, I, I think that's one of those things where it gets our, our deal. Like, do you, I, I was going to use the ice cream metaphor, but I, I didn't want to. Sound <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But, yeah, maybe not. Uh, but I think it's just going to come down to personal preference, you know, uh, at some point. You know, I mean, if you're, if you're looking for, for nitpicky tiebreakers, um, you, you know, maybe you say, hey, if we if we get Dan Quinn, that, that, that not only helps us, but it, theoretically uh, it, it hurts Dallas and gives us a little insight uh, into that team. But, you know, I also feel like maybe I, I, I 
told Raheem Morris a little short there a minute ago. I mean, he, he did a fantastic job this year with that Rams defense. And, and, you know, I think, I think prior to the season, I don't think anybody knew a player on that Rams defense, not, not named uh, Aaron Donald. I mean, they've really turned that unit over there since they won the Super Bowl, um, And he did a heck of a job. And I think, I mean, you know, I think people kind of talk about the Sean McVay tree and they think of, of the offensive side of the ball. Um, but I think I think you can learn a lot from the way he runs that program. Remember, Raheem has, and he's 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 really thrived there. Um, so I mean, it, it's, it's hard for me to say you give either guy uh, a huge edge because I I think you, you can make a case for either one, and you probably can't can't go wrong. Um, I think you know maybe the only other thing too is just you know Dan Quinn. I mean, do, do you appreciate the track record of, of him building the Falcons up to to a Super Bowl team, or, or do, you, do you hold that against him given the way that Super Bowl? Um, panned out, but um, the, the great thing for Washington is that they, they have a lot of good options here, and, and we'll see, you know, what what direction they go. So let's just jump to next week and just say they ended up hiring Ben Johnson. You know, they got Adam Peters, the number one sought after front office exec, and they got Ben Johnson among the assistant coaches or coordinators, probably the number one sought after coordinator for a head coach. Um, given that combination, A, do you think they take a quarterback at two? And B, who do you think the quarterback will be? That's a great question. Uh, I mean, I, I do think that there is probably going to be uh, a little bit more debate than just assuming Caleb Williams goes, uh, goes number one, um, whether it's the Bears or somebody that might, that might move up there. I think Drake May is going to make a case, and maybe even Jade Jay, Jay Daniels is going to make a case uh, uh, as well. Uh, we, we, we've seen that these, these things tend to go through a cycle and that, that pro dates can affect it, certainly, and then the combine can affect it. Uh, that that sometimes there, there's a, a, a bit of an artificial sense of drama to these things that maybe isn't really there. Uh, and, I mean, also, you know, certainly there, there's going to be the aspect, too, of, of if, it's, if it's potentially Adam Peters uh, and Ben Johnson, you know, do, do you think you have something? Um, and, and Sam Howell for, for two more years on, on the contract. Um, is, is that enough to work with? And, and are, you, are you better off trading out of that spot uh, and, and kicking the quarterback question down the road a bit and, and building up the rest of this roster, give, giving the holes that, that have uh, developed there? But, I mean, if you're asking me right now on, on January 23rd, I mean, I think I would, I would put my money on, on, on Drake May being the pick. Uh, but, but I think there's, there's obviously still a lot of things that have to happen, and, and that 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 calculus could could shift, you know, more than one time uh, over the over the course of the next few months if uh, if it is you, a Ben Johnson and a Peter You know, there there it's um, you're not the only person that uh, has this thought of well, Sam didn't have an offensive line, you know, maybe the coordinator wasn't that great as it turns out, um, and they've got a lot of needs. Um, but I, I and you're not the only person to say that. But I just look at it as if you're not sure that you have a, a quarterback, then you probably don't. And how many times are you going to have the opportunity to pick at number two overall with three legitimate top five kind of quarterback prospects? That's certainly true. Um, I mean, I think the other thing you have to take into account, though, is, I mean, if if you do extend that, you're not boxing yourself into one quarterback off the jump. I mean, Adam Peters just went through the Trey Lance experience um, and, and, you know, was was that the right move for them? I mean, were any of the quarterbacks, you know, we all thought the 2021 quarterback class with 
Trey Lance and Zach Wilson and Mac Jones and even Trevor Lawrence to a degree was was a gangbusters class. And it turns out it hasn't it hasn't been that. Uh, so I, I just think there's a lot of evaluation that happened here. And if you if you do decide to opt out of that pick uh, and you start building up your currency for future years to move back up there if you want, um, to say nothing of the fact that if if it if uh, you know say you stick with Sam Howell um, and he performs better next year than he did this year, then maybe you do have the answer. Uh, if you don't and you go through another four-win season, you're probably going to be back in the spot and, and can pretty easily get up into a spot to get one of these franchise guys. But, I mean, as, as we've seen the last couple of years, though, and, I, and I'm sure this is going to be top of mind for Adam, Meter, Adam Peters, you, you, can't, you can't do the revolving door thing forever and, and keep, you know, throwing darts and hoping some, something comes up lotto. I mean, at some point they've, they've got to get some stability there. Um, you know, you know I, I think Sam Howe wasn't bad, excuse me, in a lot of bad positions this year. I mean, they, they never ran the ball. Uh, defenses knew what was coming. Uh, it, it's almost hard to give them a, a fair evaluation. I mean, we all saw the flashes. We all saw the bad stuff. Um, but, I mean, there's a whole new regime that, that's got to sift through that and figure out what's what before before they proceed, obviously. Uh, we are talking um, right now to Nate Davis. He is a an NFL writer for USA Today. Uh, you know, on the Trey Lance thing in San Francisco, one of the things that was revealed in the lead-up to the hiring of Adam Peters is that Peters was intimately involved in the draft, especially when it got beyond the first round and beyond quarterback, that Kyle essentially was the quarterback evaluator and decision-maker. Um, do you think that's true? I mean, it's possible, right, that – that Adam Peters didn't have anything to do with the move up to take Trey Lance. Yeah, I, I think that probably is true. Uh, and, and there were certainly you a lot of people at, at the time that, that were, you know, connecting, you know, Kyle to, to Mac Jones uh, for, for much of right. that process 21, because they, they were all kind of making a comparison of, of Mac Jones uh, to Kirk Cousins and, and maybe exactly. that he was going to, better version of Kirk Cousins and that that's where that's where Kyle was going to go but that that was quite often framed as Kyle's pick um and, and I didn't mention Trey Lance to to malign Adam Peters it was just more like you know he's seen what happens there uh he's exactly seen what, if, if you if you you know if, if you have the second or third I mean that was Trey Lance was the, was the third pick um but I mean if, if you decide you know that that Drake may uh, or, or Jaden Daniels uh, or whomever is sitting there at number two is, is a reach. Uh, you know, you think back to, to, I mean, I, I thought Zach Wilson was a reach, you know, when the jets took him, I thought they had a, they should, I mean, I, I was on record that you're writing, but go, go with Penny Sewell, go with Jamar Chase, help out Sam Darnold here. You don't, you know, don't, let's not just reset the contract for a, for a guy that you're not sure about meaning me. I mean, clearly the jets were sure about it, but that, that can, that, that can set you back. Uh, you know, the 49ers obviously, you know, let's not, you know, I mean, they got lucky that, that Brock Purdy saved them from that mistake in many ways. Um, but again, I just think, I think Adam Peters at least had a front row seat to how that whole thing panned out. Um, sure. So it's, it's hard for me to say he's going to take a quarterback there if he thinks he's better off trading out to a team that's going to give him a hall of picks um, and that, that he, whatever, bring, brings in Jimmy Garoppolo for a year. I, I don't know that they'd bring Kirk Cousins back here if he's leaving Minnesota, but I mean, there are, are other ways to, band-aid that position one more time uh, before you really uh, invest in it with a young guy if that's the, the direction they decide to take. Yeah, I mean, the big difference, obviously, between where they are now for Adam Peters is they own the number two pick. They don't have to trade up for the number three pick as they did uh, at a uh, significant cost back in 2021. Um, all right, so um, 
Let me just start with this. How does Tennessee get rid of Rabel and hire Brian Callahan and not get something for Vrabel going out? How big of a mistake was that by, by Titans ownership? Meaning by, by not trading him? By trying to trade Vrabel. Well, they didn't try to trade him. I mean, they. That, I, mean, I know they, that's my they, point. They didn't try to trade him because they were they they wanted to move on, and they end up hiring Brian Callahan. Was there a real rush to get Brian Callahan? Couldn't they have waited it out a little bit with Rabel and tried to 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 reap something back? I, I think you could. I mean, obviously they they could have taken that. I, I think kind of the thought process for for any team, and you know, the Patriots obviously they wanted to, to do Bill Belichick the solid and be, you know, what what, you, what you've done here for us for twenty four years, you know, you know, please, please you can go right. and then do your thing. But I, I think the issue is once you you've engaged in trade talks with your for, for your coach. I mean, obviously that signals he's he's no longer going to be your coach, um, and it's not like trading a player. I mean, he's got to agree any trade uh and then you know i think amy adams trunk said it pretty well is, is that if, if you're kind of in limbo um then the guy you want to hire you, you can't hire until you you've, you've resolved uh the, the mike Vrabel situation and maybe you try to trade him for a couple of weeks and then you, you can't figure one out because you know if you're trying to trade your head coach it's it's really a buyer's market um and at the end of the day is, is it really is it really worth it to you when it could cost you the opportunity to get the guy you want I mean, I don't know if Brian Callahan was the guy they wanted the whole time. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of experience with, with young, a young quarterback and Joe Burrow, and they're going to need that moving forward. But I, I think, I think, I mean, my, my, my read on it was it's just, it's just not worth the opportunity cost for something where you may not get much in return anyway because Mike Rabel doesn't have to really agree to a trade. It's, it's just different than, than dealing right. a player. Yeah, I guess for me it was like waking up or or whenever I saw it, I'm like, Brian Callahan? Really? Like there was so much competition for him. Um, But anyway, let's move on. So that leaves Washington, as we've already discussed, uh, Atlanta, the Chargers, Seattle, and Carolina, right, Uh, with openings. I think we've got them all figured out now. Raiders, uh, Pierce, Patriots, Mayo, Titans, now Callahan. So, um, does Belichick land in Atlanta? I, it, it certainly seems like that's the way it's going to go. I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem like the uh, the, the Chargers are, are really in, in the mix there. Whether he's decided not to be or they've decided not to be, uh, um, <laughs> you know, if, if you're Bill Belichick, I think Atlanta is a pretty uh, attractive spot, you know. You, you just saw Tom Brady go win that pathetic division a couple times and get a Super Bowl. You know, there's not like any reason Bill Belichick couldn't couldn't do the same. Uh, and I mean, everyone's going to point to the obvious thing there is, is is the quarterback. But again, I mean, you you would assume that if he takes that job, you would assume Josh Josh McDaniels is probably going to come with him. Uh, you know, you you'd wonder if you know. I think they're picking eighth in the draft or, or somewhere thereabouts. Um, not not quite in position to get one of these quarterbacks without making a move. Um, but again, I think they could get by for a while, uh, or they could, you know, do the, could they go get Justin Fields? Um, you know, would they even, would they even, uh, if, if they're going to bring Josh McDaniels back, would they, would they take a swing at bringing Mac Jones down there? Um, Kirk Cousins, whatever. I mean, they're, they're, I, mean, I, I don't think it's something they have to resolve right away. Uh, if, if they're not going to, you know, make a push for one of these guys in the draft, but, I think adding Bill Belichick to, to that organization, you know, it's, it's probably going to mean that they're going to get nine or ten wins uh, next year, regardless of who, who the quarterback is. And, and then, you know, beyond that, 
we'll see. And, and you say that just based on his track record. Uh, you, you know, I, I know that it's lost a little luster because every everything he accomplished was with Tom Brady, and he's not been nearly as good uh, without him. But that is an eminently winnable division, and they do have a lot of good players in house there. Um, just kind of kind of have to figure figure some other stuff out. Terry Fontenot, the GM, and some other aspects. But it, it does seem like it's a pretty good fit and I don't think you know money is going to be any object and that you know Arthur Blank at 81 years old is going to do everything he can to, to get that first championship to Atlanta um, you know with time time ticking on here Harbaugh to the Chargers if Belichick to the Falcons again seems like the tea leaves are headed that way seems like it's probably given Harbaugh's uh, ability to work very well with young quarterbacks I mean I think if, if you're Chargers ownership you know, you, you've got a, a quarterback who's who's had three different coordinators, three different systems in four years. Um, he's entering his, his, his prime window, um, and, and certainly, you know, they they haven't done the best optimizing things around him. I mean, there's plenty of good players in that team, but but there's been been a lot of issues around it as well. I think I think Harbaugh is probably the perfect guy to to come in there and and, and make everything right around Justin Herbert. And uh, you know, I think you know the quarterback alone probably makes that the most yeah. attractive job. You've got that position figured out. Um, you know, it, it's kind of you know easy easy to have other things fall in place around there once you kind of get the culture right. Um, you know, they they are going to have some salary cap stuff to work through, but I think that's going to be a temporary problem, um, and that that would that would be work out pretty well in my judgment. So that leaves Carolina and Seattle, Nate. Does Rabel get one of those two jobs? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I would think Seattle would be a, a better fit. I, I think he, he's a he's maybe. A, I think that is a team that kind of needed a different voice um, than, than maybe what Pete Carroll has been up there for, for so many years, you know, 14, 14 years up there. I think, I think maybe they need a little adjustment uh, to their culture and the way things work up there. Uh, and I think certainly too, just, you know, their ownership there. I mean, Pete has always hung his hat on, on running the ball and, and playing defense and, and they've, they've resourced those through the draft, but haven't really gotten, uh, the, the results. So, I mean, it, it surprised me, you know, when, when the divorce there happened, at least from, from that post for Pete Carroll, he's still with the organization, but, um, you know, kind of the more you thought about it, the more, you know, you, you could see where, where it makes sense. You know, the, the Panthers, you know, not, not, not sure what they're going to do. I mean, they, they got to do something to, to help Bryce Young, obviously. And I think that's got to be their priority. You know, you would think that that, that would be a good place for, for Ben Johnson Type to go because he's so good with, with quarterbacks. I'm not saying I think he'll go there, but I think I think I think their priority has to be um, either bringing in a, a quarterback whisperer type, uh, or if not, certainly getting somebody you know that, that's on the the up and coming track with those guys, and, and then having the leadership. But um, you know, I, I think that 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 is fast kind of becoming the the, the new Washington, where where the owner is certainly going to give people pause. Right. Um, I mean, it, it is one of thirty two coveted jobs, but but I think uh, I, I don't think it's going to be the, the the plum job for sure. Nate Davis from USA Today joining us. We'll finish up with the with the four games real quickly. Um, what does Lamar Jackson have a chance to do other than obviously winning a Super Bowl? But what 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 about the perception of Lamar Jackson? How much of that? is a big part of what happens Sunday and then two weeks from Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's really – it's only the only real question remaining about him, right? I mean, he's he's kind of spent – I wrote about this the other day. I mean, he spent the last year kind of putting to bed questions about not being able to pass outside the numbers and, you know, you shouldn't be your own agent. Uh, you know, you're not durable enough uh, the way you play to get through a season. I, I mean, that that's 
that all goes away. I mean, he's going to have as many league MVPs here pretty shortly as Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if he, fin- if he finishes the deal here, uh, I mean, it's, it's going to make a pretty compelling Hall of Fame case for a guy that's been in the league for, for six years, you know, assuming he doesn't, you know, his career isn't cut short here. But uh, he's, he's really answered all questions in my mind, uh, except except for, for winning at all. Uh, and it certainly seems that they have a, have a golden opportunity. I mean, it's a bit of a fluky stat, but, I mean, Lamar Jackson is 20-1 and one against the NFC. So, I mean, if they get to Las Vegas, just based on that, you know. Prob- what was the one a- loss? What's that? Do you know what the one loss was? Was I, I was it Washington? I I don't know. I'm 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 asking. Um, I I don't think it was Washington. Was it? I don't think so. I, I, it's a question from you. I don't remember what it was. It's but fine. It wasn't, but I mean, yeah. they've also they've also run over the Lions and the 49ers this year. So we, we we've seen both those games already. Yeah, I mean, I I was talking about it yesterday that. This is uh, this is becoming if if they demolish Kansas City and then San Francisco again, this will be one of the great Super Bowl winning teams of all time. They are dominant on each side of the ball, and by the way, even though they gave a punt return for a touchdown, um, they're dominant on special teams as well. Do you expect them to do that? I don't know if they're going to dominate the Chiefs, but I, I think I'm going to pick them to win. And, I mean, I think that, you know, I think you're, maybe you're saying as much, but I, I think this weekend might kind of be the, the, well, I don't want to count out the 49ers if they get there, but, I mean, this feels like a bit of a de facto Super Bowl um, this weekend in Baltimore. I mean, I was I was at the Texans game, and, um, I mean, they, they looked awesome. And, I mean, they, they might be getting Mark Andrews back. They, they, they certainly looked awesome in the second half. I mean, the, the first half it was kind of a – feeling each other out, the Texans doing some things, all, all the blitzing that, that was kind of out of character for them. Um, but, yeah, I think you have to say the Ravens at this point are kind of the, the prohibitive favorite. Um, and I, like you're saying, Kevin, I think I think it, it, at the end of the day, it, it may not it, it may not look close when all is said and done. Um, uh, of course, I also thought the same thing about the, the 2018 team, or 2019 team, which I thought was one, one of the best regular season teams I'd ever seen. Um, and we saw what happened there. But he, he is a different player uh, than, than he was at that time. I just found it. He lost to the Giants in 2022, 24 to 20. Um, if if it's 30 and one against what would you say 20 and one against the NFC, then it's the Giants uh, in the Meadowlands that was his only loss to an NFC team. What would it say about how we all feel about the 49ers, the 49ers organization, Kyle Shanahan in particular, if they don't get it done again? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I mean, what this is going to be four four NFC Championship games in five years, but but they've never they've never gone all the way. Um, you know, you think back to the Jimmy Garoppolo throw that that didn't connect with Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. Right. So, I mean, there have been a lot of near misses, but but at some point, you know, when 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 are near misses, you know, acceptable? <clears throat> excuse me, and, and when are they not? Um, and, and the one thing that just kind of disturbs me about the 49ers. Um, I mean, the NFL is, is a game of injuries, right? It's a game of adjustments. We we all know that. Um, the thing that's concerned me about this team over the year, though, of course, this year certainly, is just w- when everything is not there around Brock Purdy, um, and it seems like Debo Samuel is really the key piece, but they don't play well. Um, you know, four of their five losses, Debo right. Samuel has, has not either been injured or he's played reduced snaps. Um, or whatever, and they were lucky to escape the Packers game when, when he went out of that one so early. 
but I mean, you can't use that as, as a crutch forever. I mean, and, and certainly, you know, if, if you want your quarterback to, you know, if you want to, don't want him to be perceived more uh, as more than just a game manager. Um, Trent Williams is another one, but if you're going to be a good team, if you're going to be a Super Bowl winning team, if, you, if you're going to be, uh, you know, an elite, uh, the elite coach that a lot of people think Kyle Shanahan is, I mean, you got to learn to get around those things because those are inev- inevitabilities on the NFL. Um, and yeah, I just, I just kind of, everyone loves the, 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 the talent on that roster, but uh, it just seems like that they, they don't adjust very well when things are not going their way. Yeah, and there is this, you know, this this genius kind of label attached to Kyle and all of the co- – I mean, good God, his coaching tree, you know, off of his father is going to be one of the all-time coaching trees in the history of the game. But it will be interesting, like, if they were to lose Sunday without Debo Samuel – or with Debo Samuel, or get to the Super Bowl and not win, at what point do we say, you know, it's kind of like the Josh Allen conversation, except it's more of an organizational conversation. Um, you know, they they aren't as great as we think they are. Look, I take their results being here in Washington every day of the week, twice on Sunday. But I do think that, that there's something at stake here for Brock Purdy on Sunday and then beyond. Do you feel the same way? I, I don't know. I, I, again, I've, I've just kind of noticed that he, he he plays well when everything's there. He, he's, yeah. he's better than average when, when not. Uh, you obviously love having a quarterback on that level of salary, but that's not going to continue forever. You know, what one more year. They, they seem all in on him. And, I mean, Kyle Shanahan clearly views him as an extension of himself out there uh, on, on the field. Uh, but, you, you know, Talking about things not being all right around you, I mean, pretty much they had everything in, in play in, in that Ravens game on Christmas night, uh, aside from Trent Williams, you know, injuring his groin in the third quarter. But I mean, that game wasn't especially close. Uh, and, and you no. know, you're going to knock off the best teams if, if you're going to be the best. Like like you said, Kevin. I mean, people in, in this area would certainly take those results. Uh, I mean, it took it took years for for Peyton Manning to, to finally win one with the Colts when they were when they were a juggernaut every year up up until you know the, the calendar reached January. So, you know, there's a good chance the breakthrough is going to happen, um, but you know, it also doesn't look like this is necessarily going to be uh, a dynasty that wins that wins three or four of these things. Look, people are going to just completely roll their eyes and vomit it in their mouth when I bring up the following name. We actually refer to him as you know who around here, but. On a night in October, without Justin Jefferson, you know who threw for 378 and beat the Niners, and they didn't have Debo Samuel, and Purdy was not good that night. And I just wonder, if he didn't play well, let's just say Sunday, without Debo, and they lost on Sunday, would they look? Would, would Kyle actually look at Cousins as an unrestricted free agency in this offseason? I think Minnesota will resign him personally, um, but I just wonder if something's on the line here for Purdy. That's all. I, I think every good front office, and certainly they, they have one, uh, looks looks at every uh, every possibility every year. Um, yeah. And obviously, Kyle and, and he who must be not be named have a pre existing relationship, uh, <laughs> and uh, he could operate that offense, I'm sure, very well. But. I mean, a polarizing also... figure around here, Nate, for for many many years. Um, well, yeah, but, but uh, great job. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. He's a fantastic businessman. He must not be named. And, and the 49ers are over the cap right now, so that that would 
they would have to change a lot of things uh, to accommodate one of his two or three year guaranteed, you know, $120 million contracts to make that work. And then are, are you still the 49ers in the aftermath of that kind of move? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He who should not be named may have been playing the best football of his career when he went down with an injury this year. Um, I think so. Great job. Great job. Really appreciate the time. Looking forward to the games. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Kevin. Yep. Nate Davis at by Nate Davis on Twitter. We'll get to some Denton news when we come back. It's the Kevin Sheehan Show on the Team 980, theteam980.com. We are also free and live on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 